I'm Alan Walker, and in this episode, my co-host Jerry Russell spoke to Stephen O'Donnell. Stephen lifted the lid on the hole in the car park, the original recruiting website, Menorahs, and how proud he is of his doctor son. All of that was amongst an underlying theme of the hiring process from a candidate perspective. Enjoy! Please take your seats. This evening's performance is about to begin. Good morning and welcome to the uh, the Chat Talent uh, People podcast. We've um, we, we decided a little while back that we would uh, try and try and reinvigorate the podcast and uh, to get some get some thought processes running and to to continue to educate ourselves during this uh, this this t- difficult period. Um, Alan uh, put out a, a, an appeal for uh, a number of, a number of people to join us on the podcast and. I think we now have 36 people signed up, which uh, which is great. So that's going to keep us going for a little bit of time. Um, this morning, uh, we're delighted to have with us Stephen O'Donnell, um, otherwise known as I, I think probably Mr. Nora is, is probably your uh, your your first port of call, Stephen. It is indeed. Good morning. Good morning to you, and, and uh, thank you very much for giving up the time to uh, to talk to us today. Well, uh, uh, as as luck would have it, I have a little bit of time in my hands <laughs> this week. So. Yeah, as a, as a large part of the uh, the population seems to, but uh, yeah. which is which is which is not surprising. Um, Stephen, we're going to talk a little bit about the the candidate experience and, and particularly the, um, the the hiring process from the candidate perspective today. Yeah. Uh, just before we do that, I know there's a lot of people who'll be listening that are connected with you on on Facebook and Twitter, mm. and I for one never really found out the full end story of the hole in the car park last year at the out, at the back of your office i think there was some <laughs> what, what what was what was it because we 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 had all sorts of theories about um big large patios with bodies buried under under it and things like that what was the uh, what was the outcome put it's us, actually put us at rest. Outside my office window, there's a river, uh, and that river floods on a regular basis. Uh, so uh, it was a flood prevention scheme. So they, right. they, they, they put piling down uh, deep into the ground, and yeah. on the car park side, they dug a 20-foot a deep hole to put uh, pumping equipment in. So whenever uh, there was either overflow from the, from the river or if the car park was inundated with water, then it would pump into the river. Now, I should tell you uh, that... Uh, Someone has not switched the pump on. So <laughs> now that now that there's a solid wall between the car park and the river, any water that gar- gathers in the car park just builds in a big swimming pool. So, <laughs> so it, it was a lot of engineering work with no uh, no, no no real uh, uh, benefit so far until someone flips a bloody switch. And the switch, I'm, I'm assuming the switch is above ground. Uh, yes, there, there's a control box yeah. in the car park, but uh, I yeah. don't think it's been flipped on. <laughs> Something needs to tell them. Excellent. I'm, I'm glad uh, that's that's put my mind at rest that there weren't bodies being buried underneath the car park. So that's, that's, um, that's, that's great. Thank you. There aren't any bodies have been dropped in because it would be a great place to, uh, you know. It would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would, wouldn't it? Definitely. But um, let's let's go on to the subject that we've uh, we've actually come to talk about today, which mm. obviously is the, uh, the hiring process um, from the candidate perspective, particularly. And uh, I, I guess my, my, my first question on this and it's it's something that's come up a couple of times because this obviously gets talked about a lot is it is it something we actually have to consider is it really that important well first of all uh whenever i speak with anyone in recruitment uh, either agencies or ta hr uh job boards and so on uh 
whenever we get into the conversation, they use all the terminology that describes the process from the employer's perspective or the recruiter's perspective or hiring manager mm-hmm. and, and all the problems that there are for them and all the ways they're trying to resolve those issues. Uh, and, and they'll talk about we're doing this for candidates, we're doing it to make things easier for candidates and so on. Uh, but when you ask them, uh, so when was the last time you applied for, the, for a job through your own system uh they come up blank uh they they haven't done it uh, and, and even if they've had a quick run through they've not they've not done it in anger as it were you know as a as a job seeker uh so mm. they may have had a, a cursory glance uh what that means is that uh they with all the best intents in the world though but they still have uh a lack of appreciation of the process circumstances within which candidates are looking for a job. When a candidate looks for a, a, a job, uh, there might be a, a whole variety of scenarios, but the most most common would be someone who's already in a job. Uh, they're looking for a new role. They've realized that the job they're in isn't going to be their final job in the world. Uh, either, <clears throat> excuse me, either they're not doing so well in that job or they realize that actually uh, now's the time to, uh, to move on to something better. Uh, so, it, it's a by definition, it's a discrete process. People are looking for jobs uh, in secret. They're not telling uh, their employer, obviously. Uh, they're often not telling their friends or uh, or, or uh, partners and so on. And uh, they go about this in a, in a in a discrete way because that's the nature of it. But uh, whenever uh, a candidate starts into the process, they of course have to reveal that to other people, whether it be uh, recruiters companies they apply to, uh, or of course job boards that they register with. Uh, mm. In the first place, when a candidate registers with a job board, uh, mostly, not all job boards, but mostly uh, their CV is then visible for anyone to go and look at. Now, you might say, well, not everyone can look at a CV database. Well, the, the only barrier to doing that is to pay the price of the job board to have access to the CV database. Uh, mm. And candidate CVs are then available for anyone to see. So uh, when you start looking at it from that perspective, there are many other examples, but uh, the whole process of looking for a job from a candidate's perspective is unique and is often upside down or the very opposite of what uh, what employers are doing. Uh, when employers are looking to attract candidates, uh, candidates are the people who are on the attraction side, who are getting attracted and feel the benefit or otherwise of your your efforts to uh, to, to encourage them to apply. So, uh, as I say, the, the candidate attraction, sorry, the, the candidate experience through the whole hiring process from uh, from 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 attraction to uh, to advertising, uh, selection, interviewing, hiring, onboarding, training, uh, all of those things are almost entirely designed from the point of view of the employer. Uh, that's the person who pays. Uh, but of course, as, as, as they say, if, if you're not the person paying, then you're the product. Uh, and candidates are often very much uh, the, the, the product there. Now, up until, up until very recently, with the current circumstances, uh, I, would, I would have said that candidates over the past few years have grown with, with the market becoming more buoyant, have grown more assertive and able to, uh, to push back uh, and and say, look, we won't tolerate this, that or the other uh, when they're asked to jump through hoops to apply for certain jobs. Yeah. yeah. Candidates, especially in, in, in demand sectors, uh, <coughs> yeah. they, they're, uh, 
they're not so much saying directly to employers, uh, actually, I don't want to take your video interview or I don't want to take your psychometric assessment. Uh, I, I've other jobs elsewhere and uh, uh, I'd rather not do that. What's happening mm-hmm. is that candidates would have been uh, just abandoning the, ap- the abandoning the application process at the point mm-hmm. at which they thought they were at being asked to do something that... Uh, Frankly, they couldn't be bothered doing, uh, or they thought was unreasonable. Uh, yeah. it was, it's, it's too much of a hoop to go through. So, if yeah. uh, if, a, if in an application process a candidate submits their CV and is then asked to type in all the details from their CV again, uh, then they think, well, this is illogical. If this is a yeah. representation of the company, then maybe it's not the company for me. And, and it's it's shocking to believe that this is something that we were talking about. 10, 15 years ago, um, and it's still going on. And I, I just wonder if the, um, the the expectation that candidates have has been impacted by the, the consumer experience that we now get. You know, are they just expecting more from us? And and do they do they have the right to expect it? <clears throat> uh, yes, they absolutely do. Uh, w- one of the first websites I built, God, in the year 2000, uh, was, uh, it, it was it was called All Jobs UK. And, and, and I... I Copied almost completely faithfully uh, the, the the layout of Amazon, uh, the the way in which they categorise things and people could browse the site and so on. Uh, because and, and Amazon were, were fairly new at the time, but uh, copying you know what was there because you know I, I believed I think roughly rightly at the time that's that was established as what candidates exp- what what people expect online when 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 they're looking for an online experience now. Job seekers are not only job seekers; they're going on other sites like Amazon, like eBay, like YouTube, and 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 everything else out there. Uh, all the social media platforms that people are engaging with, they then uh, affect and influence what candidates expect to see in terms of an online service. So, an, an application process is 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 an online uh, uh, process that. Uh, uh, uses established norms for uh, for any number of things, whether it's entering data, uh, you know, or uh, you know, given uh, intelligent search results and so on. Uh, when you when you visit uh, YouTube, for example, you might go on there to see a video about I don't know putting a Velux window on your roof, or mm-hmm. or, or videos of uh, you know someone doing a cover of a, a song, but you end up three hours later having watched a string of videos on a whole load of things. Right now I'm seeing a lot of videos on, uh, on, on flying drones around, but yeah. uh, what's happened is you've meandered through that website from one thing to another, to another. And the same happens when you go on eBay, uh, you go for one product, you end up looking at uh, 40 and, and, and Amazon. At least, uh, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> And so it's not just shopping websites, but uh, you know, there's a whole load of other websites. Now, recruitment websites, whether it's uh, that of a, a job board, which has the, the most content, uh, or an employer or a recruitment agency, uh, they will have lots of content. And they would hope that candidates would meander from you know one vacancy to the next. Uh, they, they see this job, they apply for this job, they look at that job. They don't apply, but they look at it for a while. Uh, so that tells the job board something. They've been hovering around this vacancy. Uh, and, and all of that information is being gathered up. And you would hope that uh, that knowledge about the individual was being used to give a much more uh, tailored uh, uh, service, uh, either in that session look on the job board there, or indeed, when you come back, it recognises it's you, and uh, it knows you're looking for, uh, you know, an accountancy job in Swindon, uh, yep. and uh, and it knows the type of jobs that you've applied to before. Uh, that kind of intelligence and 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 
if not AI, then, then machine learning, uh, should yeah. be used uh, much more to the benefit of candidates. Uh, this, is, this is a, I mean, this is simple uh, marketing um, yeah. a, a, a technology, really, isn't it? And, and we talk a lot about marketing driving recruitment and whether we should sit in marketing or don't necessarily agree with that, but certainly it's a skill set and technology uh, mm. set that we should be looking at. Yeah. Uh, anyone who knows me, uh, certainly anyone who's connected to me on Facebook will know that I spend a lot of my time on social media uh, and I enjoy it. It's great. But uh, I also spend a lot of time, a huge amount of time on any website that has vacancies advertised. Uh, I, 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 it's, it's kind of a daft thing to say, but I reckon I'm Britain's busiest job seeker. Uh, each year for the NORAS, the National Online Recruitment Award, we get... Uh, Maybe around, uh, uh, well, over 20,000 nominations for almost 600 separate recruitment websites. And I'll mm -hmm. visit each of those websites as a candidate uh, and uh, search for jobs, register, sometimes apply uh, and go through the process, uh, trying to understand, you know, what's working, what's not working. And in the first scan of all the sites that are are, are nominated, uh, then it's very easy to, uh, to, to just put a line through a large chunk of them that fail the, the the very basic uh, requirements. Uh, they are uh, job boards. Uh, I say job boards, but that includes agencies and employers. Uh, but uh, job advertising websites that would fit entirely into two thousand and two. Uh, in mm -hmm. terms of technology, they've not moved on since then. It's, it's, it's really just a notice board. Here's a vacancy available. If you're interested, give us a phone or send us an email. So there's no yeah. there's no. Uh, uh, direct application process mm -hmm. uh, or or even you know one of the uh, one of the, the other basic things is that they don't match what candidate expectations would be of a professional website that uh, is secure would manage their their, their details uh, confidentially uh, and uh, uh, and take them through the the hiring process that was transparent from from start mm -hmm. to finish uh, so uh, uh, if your website has all the bells and whistles uh, and works really well, but looks really amateur, then candidates' perception will be that it's it's an amateur website, uh, yeah. and vice versa. Uh, you know, it can look great, uh, but not work well. Uh, and yeah. uh, when when candidates hit bumps in the road, they'll just bail out. Uh, just they'll, jump up. They'll go elsewhere. Do you think it's a, a cultural thing, Stephen? Whereby um, you mentioned attraction being the candidate side. Actually, mm -hmm. should we? Should we culturally, do we think that's the way it is or should we be thinking actually it's a two-way piece? So we, you know, we, we need to make ourselves attractive to the candidate yeah. as well as the candidate being attractive to us. Uh, yes, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, so so uh, when I was a recruiter and I was a recruiter for a long time and had recruitment agencies, uh, <laughs> then I would often prep candidates for interview. Uh, and it, you know, I'd, I'd often sit with someone and say, look, this employer uh, is a terrific employer. They're a great, great company, great company to work for. You would be lucky to get a job here, but yeah. they are terrible at recruitment. Uh, the interviewing, uh, the hiring manager isn't that well organized. Uh, they often don't know what they're after uh, and they don't sell themselves very well. Uh, so please take that into account when you're, uh, you're in the interview uh, for, for yeah. this company. Uh, and, 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 if you really want to make sure that this is the right company for you, then you need to ask them. Uh, they might not be especially forthcoming about telling you what's good, what's bad, and so on and so on, but you need to have enough information upon which to make a decision 
if if they come to the point of offering you the job. Now the 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 theatre of recruitment, as I call it, uh, is that uh, uh, employers assume that any candidate who applies already wants the job, uh, and of course that's yeah. not true. A candidate who applies is interested in finding out more but they yeah. don't know if they want the job yet. They need more information. Uh, and uh, and in the course of the hiring process, candidates hopefully get all the information that they can then use to make a decision. But the that theatre uh, of recruitment, as I say, is that employers get to choose, you're the candidate for me, and then the candidate decides whether they'll accept that. Uh, and I, I don't see that changing anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, when it comes to, uh, to, to online recruitment, candidates nowadays are researching companies like never before. Uh, they have all the tools to do so. Candidates are much uh, much cleverer uh, at uh, you know either using tools that will do it or running their own Boolean searches, uh, researching yeah. people who work in an organization through LinkedIn, uh, obviously yeah. looking on the company's website, uh, tracking down people who formerly worked for that company. What happened to someone who joined a couple of years ago and left last year? Where did they go? So yeah. I'm going to so, join. And this is going to be back to Amazon, isn't it? The, the, the whole Amazon piece and LinkedIn used to be able to do that and, yeah. and to, to so see if, what, what the career paths were. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if I can imagine, uh, right, I'm going to go and work for, you know, Joe Bloggs accountancy firm. Uh, mm-hmm. I can, I can see myself staying there for two years and typically people who have been there for two years at my level would then go on to uh, work with, Another type of companies. So if they do well, they can step up the ladder and they pro- can progress their career. Now, I'm not saying that every candidate has a career plan, but when they're researching, uh, they're absorbing all this information and it, it all goes into the mix. So uh, when they're thinking, uh, I can see, well, w- when they see the information, it tells them a lot of people join that company and leave after three months. Uh, yeah. Well, that tells them something. Uh, yeah. uh, if, if they're able to find out any information on the people who own and run the company, the directors, if they can uh, look at their, their branding online for the products that they sell, as well as their branding as an employer, does one match with the other? Does it feel right? right? Uh, a few okay. years ago, uh, one of the winners in the Noras uh, was uh, Virgin Atlantic. Uh, and uh, they, they, they won uh, a Nora for Best Employer. And the, 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 the woman uh, in charge of recruitment of Virgin Atlantic told me that she actually she did a, a RecX talks. Uh, and one of the, the key things that she had to consider within Virgin is, was the recruitment process as red as their branding as a, as a, 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 as a product in the marketplace? Uh, mm. Wanted both to match. And employer branding is absolutely vital uh, yeah. when people are considering uh coming to work for your organization. So employer branding is that, is that persuasion, is that attraction part of the, uh, the, the, the process. And people yeah. have to be, uh, they have to be informed. They, they demand to be informed. Uh, mm-hmm. People rarely, I say rarely, it's, 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 it's wrong to say that, but people don't like to apply blind. Uh, the days when a candidate would go along for an interview and not know anything about the job or the company and so on and think, well, you know, it's a job. I need a job. They're, now, they're in the past, aren't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. so this current situation may hit the reset button on that. Uh, yeah. I, I, in a way, it's about like someone, someone's, someone's hit the fire alarm. Everyone's had to leave the building. And mm. uh, in a few weeks' time, everyone will go back in. Uh, but the seats have been moved around. So the, the, yeah. the ability for candidates, as I was saying before, to assert themselves, that might change where uh, we've had... We're in the process of many candidates or many employees, rather, uh, being laid off or being furloughed, uh, mm-hmm. or freelancers not 
not having uh, uh, any work lined up yeah, anymore. Let's not go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, the, the, but there's going to be downward pressure yeah. on uh, uh, salaries, uh, on the housing market, on on candidates' ability to uh, assert themselves. Uh, they'll accept jobs at lower salaries than they might have done before because mm-hmm. they need a job. Uh, the whole market will be affected. Uh, employers will be more cautious about hiring because whenever you've had to lay someone off or furlough uh, employees, yeah. then taking them on again, uh, you're shy about doing that because it hurt before. It was. Yeah. A, a, I see there's a lot, a lot of companies at the moment talking about um, we commit to not laying anyone off mm. this year because of C of C nineteen. Yeah. Um, which the, the the underlying implication is that we might. We might lay the, lay off next year instead. Yeah, uh, but em- employers are also, uh, well, at the very least, uh, uh, TA and HR people, whilst they have lots of issues uh, on the plate right now, one mm. of the things they will know uh, is that this is a time where what you did during this period uh, will be uh, be be a defining uh, 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 item when it comes to uh, your yeah. employer brand in the future. Uh, so you, you're going to be judged on this. Uh, people are, mm-hmm. if they're not looking at you closely right now, uh, in, a, in a few months' time, when you're looking to hire someone, they'll certainly be looking up uh, anyone from your company who was talking about how they were treated. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, that there's the, the, the consumer-facing industries do candidate experience better than non-consumer-facing? Uh, I think they have an advantage, uh, but... <clears throat> uh, you need to know that that uh, Joe Bloggs, the plumber, uh, who has ten staff, uh, has an employer brand. That that organisation has an employer mm-hmm. brand. It's just a small company, but they have an employer brand within a smaller circle. So if if they were looking to hire a new plumber tomorrow, uh, then they have a reputation. Employer brand is essentially what used to be called your reputation, but they have a mm-hmm. reputation as a good or a bad employer. Uh, and, uh, and people will apply or not for, for jobs with your company based on what they've heard about your company. Now, yep. uh, a, a employer brand is on a bigger scale. And if you, if you're looking to attract ca- candidates to apply who may have never heard of your company before, uh, but uh, they will very quickly get up to speed and, and, and research a company, then you need to have a brand that, Makes sense. You need to have a yeah. brand that uh, that that the employment hiring process ties in with what's known about your company as as a provider of whatever service or product that you uh, you put out there. Mm-hmm. I, I guess we 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 touched on COVID nineteen, um, mm. and and for for me we've we've obviously talked about the candidate experience from a application perspective a lot. Yeah. We're seeing a real shift in, in a real paradigm shift, really, around particularly in the volume space, around companies who are um, assessing people very differently because they have to get them through the door tomorrow. Mm. Is this gonna? Is this paradigm shift? Do you think that will continue? Because we've realised that actually we can do it that quickly. Well, uh, people often say that uh, that that the jobs that will still be available for humans in the future will be the jobs that robots can't do uh, rather than looking at the other way around. You know, so what, what can we automate? Uh, what they're saying is, well, what are the things that robots can't do yet? Uh, and those are, that that's what's left for, uh, for, for us mere mortals. Uh, but uh, the, uh, 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 the, the shift in, uh, 
the shift in the traction. I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, companies uh, have been in the past while uh, increasingly using uh, video uh, to assess candidates, uh, to recruit candidates. They'll uh, they put an advert out there. Uh, Fifty candidates apply. They'll ask forty of them to, uh, to to record a video interview, answering various questions and so on, uh, an asymmetric interview, uh, and, uh, and and candidates go through the process. Now, whether a candidate really wants or, you know, doesn't want the job will be a factor in whether they start that video interviewing process or indeed mm. start and, and finish it because sometimes they get into it and think, oh, hold on, I, I'm not that keen. I'll just leave it there. Yeah. This is too much bother. Uh, if, if you're looking for candidates to jump through hoops and they're already in a relatively safe and secure job, then often they'll just drop it because it's, yeah. it's, it's too much bother. So uh, video interviewing, uh, especially... Uh, now that we're all we're all getting used to much more so uh, conducting uh, conversations and meetings uh, over video, uh, asymmetric video interviews ask for candidates to give the employer something, uh, but often don't give anything in return. Uh, yeah. I would submit that uh, that. If, if an employer wants candidates to go on video, then they should either have a two-way video interview mm-hmm. where they're on the other side. Uh, and in the two-way interview, a candidate can see the eyes of the hiring manager and they can see that the answer they're giving is or isn't striking a, a nerve and, 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 and is the answer yeah. they're looking for. Uh, and they, yeah. they're getting feedback with all the micro expressions from that hiring manager from what they're saying. Uh, and they're yeah. not misunderstanding a question and giving the wrong answer accidentally. Uh, mm. But also uh, if, and, and I've been talking about this for certainly for the last year, uh, if a company by way of, uh, of advertising a vacancy, they use video to put their message out there, to put their hiring manager on screen, to talk about their, their, their work environment, to literally show their work environment. Here's, here's our factory, here's our office, here's our uh, yeah. piece of work. Uh, here's the person you're going to be working with uh, alongside your team. Uh, here's the person you're going to be working for. Uh, and, uh, and, and putting those kind of things on video, then a company is much more open uh, than before. And it's, 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 there's no excuse for not doing it. It's really easy to do. Yeah. In the space of five they're minutes, you can have a video. They're also selling themselves better, aren't they? Which, which goes yes. back to the point we made earlier that, and, uh, that, that not, it's a two-way sell. Yeah, and not just the job advert, but throughout the hiring process. So if, if yeah. you're communicating with candidates with video, and it might not be that it's a, you know, it's a two-way call, but you're sending them a video clip uh, before the first interview. Uh, this is mm-hmm. what we're looking for. Can you bring along examples of your work? Here's the hiring manager and so on and so on. Uh, yep. If someone's coming along for a second interview, if you're making them making them an offer, you would do much more you know, directly and personally, but uh, going mm-hmm. beyond that, maybe onboarding. If, you're, if, if someone's working the notice and they're going to start in three weeks' time, then keeping them engaged uh, is really important, especially where yep. uh, you don't want people to ghost because typically candidates, when they're looking for a job, they've got several interviews on in the, in the go and yeah. often have yeah. several offers on the go. So they might have accepted your offer, but they've got another offer sitting there uh, yeah. and that other company is trying to persuade them to go. So ghosting is definitely something that can happen. And if you're interacting with a candidate in a way that they feel that they're already part of your organization, then uh, that's a great way to keep them engaged and ensure that on, on day one, uh, they're going to show up uh, and again, you know, going beyond that. So video is a great way to interact with candidates right yep. across the board uh, and and many companies are way behind the curve in doing it some great companies yeah. are are phenomenal at doing it and re- really uh, you know give great examples yeah so i guess uh, you know the, the the outcome from that or the, the output from that is that the, the candidate experience doesn't stop at the at the accepted offer 
which yeah. is really, really probably that that's probably a more dangerous area straight after that. Now, with with that in mind, just thinking about the Noras, which is obviously is your is your your one of your, one of your babies. Um, yeah. What 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 would you say was the best intervention or um, uh, the site, for example, that you've seen from a candidate experience perspective in in any of the Noras categories? Uh, d- d- so each of the Nora's categories, whenever we, we, we judge a company, uh, whether they're a job board or a recruitment agency, an employer, publication and so on, then uh, what, what we look for is, uh, is, is different in each category because we expect a, a small recruitment agency uh, to have a different type of website to a, a large or a national recruitment agency. Uh, the, the, the website has to be appropriate to their audience, uh, same as an employer, same with a job board. Uh, there was a time going back... 10 or 15 years where agencies would often have a website that replicated the look and feel of a job board. But what they mm-hmm. were doing there was they were they were leaving out all the good parts of what what was the, the big attraction of a recruitment agency, i.e. the expertise of the individual recruiters in that firm, the people who really know the market intimately, can give great advice and have have direct routes into uh, great employers. Uh, so uh, uh, that's a good example of, of where a website and needs needs to be appropriate. Uh, in terms of uh, in, th- in terms of taking someone through the process, it's hard to put uh, put a finger on. But uh, as I was saying before, Virgin Media uh, were uh, a great example of how how that was done. Uh, best employer last year uh, was uh, was Marriott Marriott Hotels, uh, and um, I think the, the 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 head of TA there is Colin Colin Colin. Why am I forgetting Colin? Colin Minter. Yeah, Colin Minter. Yes. Yep. Uh, and uh, and and actually, he'd with his previous employer G4S won the yep. same award. Uh, so that gives a good excuse. My PC beeping here. That's all right. Uh, don't, don't worry. But, but that, that's a, a great example of uh, he he knows what works uh, and he's been able to implement that. Now uh, uh, there are many other companies that have been uh, finalists and winners of of these awards. Uh, our small employer award is often. Simply because the number of companies who apply themselves is often companies in the recruitment sector, uh, but it's also the case that companies in the recruitment sector they are very switched on to uh, the, uh, the 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 candidate experience, uh, what's going to uh, work for candidates, uh, and uh, they need to show by example, uh, you know what. Uh, what the standard should be. So when, when we when we point to the Noras, and, and this is the reason I'm I'm hesitant to point to particular companies because yep. every company that's been a finalist and a winner in the Noras, uh, uh, they're all members of the the Nora Academy. Uh, yeah, about four hundred and forty of them now since the year two thousand, uh, and uh, and they're all examples of excellence uh, in in what they do, and they're all appropriate to their own market. Uh, one uh, one employer uh, uh, which won a couple of years was Innocent Drinks. Innocent Drinks had, yeah. they had a recruitment uh, section of their website, which actually was as boiled down and simple as can be. It was very, very simple and, and maybe maybe matched in with their brand as well. You know, it, yeah. was, it was right in front of you. Uh, they were very clear about the application process, how long it would take, uh, what uh, what would happen uh, in uh, in with your information as soon as you made an application. Uh, and uh, there were no bells and whistles, uh, but it yeah. won the award for a couple of years because uh, it, it, it was so simple and clear uh, yeah. and uh, uh, and easy to understand. So, and it ties and again, in with the brand, doesn't it? Which is which is this sort of very natural, um, honest, authentic drink, yes. really. 
yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, but, but yeah. finals, finals for the the employer award last year. Uh, examples would be uh, Auto Trader, Balfour Beatty, BBC, mm-hmm. BP, AEE, the uh, power company Marriott, who mm-hmm. won Siemens and War Buttons, uh, War Buttons, and and these are all very different organisations, very different. Uh, what one I would point to there, so Siemens. Uh, I was talking before about the use of video. Uh, Siemens have some some uh, great figures from uh, the, the use of uh, video, not only for job adverts, but for taking candidates through the hiring process. What they found uh, was an increase in the measurable caliber, the demonstrable measurable caliber okay. of candidates who applied for jobs by 170%. Now, that sounds like a crazy number. It sounds sounds too big, to be honest. But actually, it comes from uh, two places. Uh, first of all, by using video into, uh, sorry videos to uh, to advertise vacancies, uh, they were uh, uh, the candidates were self selecting themselves much more accurately. Uh, so mm-hmm. candidates who weren't relevant to the job, who shouldn't have been applying for the job in the first place, were applying in much fewer numbers. Uh, yeah. So so it meant that the uh, the 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 quality of the the people who did apply stepped up quite a bit, uh, mm-hmm. but also what they found was a step up in the the number of candidates who were never going to apply before to a text based advert. Text based adverts uh, are really not very good, and re- remember we've had text based adverts since the seventeen hundreds uh, in papers. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, text based adverts uh, are not very good at overcoming any kind of preconception that someone has about an organisation. Uh, whereas if you use a video. Uh, and you can, you don't have to talk about the diversity in your company. You can literally show it on screen, uh, the people who are working in your company. And, and, and whenever someone's seeing a video like that, they can easily imagine working there. I can work for that company yeah. alongside those people for that manager. Uh, so what they found was that more <laughs> passive uh, uh, candidates were uh, applying who would never have applied before because uh, they, they they saw something that uh, uh, that attracted them. Uh, yeah. One other really interesting uh, stat that came out of that as well was that they saw an increase in the volume of female applications step up by 47%. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, for an engineering company, that's that's fantastic. It's phenomenal. Uh, and, yeah. and again, it comes down to uh, people seeing in video, uh, people in the organization that they could work alongside. So if you're a female engineer and you can see female engineers on screen, or if you can see other people from diverse backgrounds on screen who work for that company, then you're much more likely to uh, to, to click on apply now uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and follow and, through an application. And, through, yeah. and I guess I guess ultimately that's that's because the the candidate is seeing the information they want to see uh, in one place and making it easy for them to get that information to make the decision that they want to apply. Yes. And, uh, that, and that ultimately is what, what candidate experience is, isn't it? Yeah. No, candidates are much more sophisticated now because they've got the tools to do so uh, than ever before. So, for example, if you were touting figures about your your diversity or your uh, your, your, your inclusion measures or uh, uh, any number of other things, you know, when you say, our most important asset is our employees. Well, well first, first of all, that's getting really tested right now. Uh, but mm-hmm. secondly, uh, we can see if that bears out when candidates research the company. If, if a candidate goes to your YouTube channel, your company YouTube channel, they can they can see uh, a, a much more three dimensional description uh, of your organisation. 
Mm-hmm. They look at any, any a mention of your company in the press, in social media, uh, on uh, on uh, any other platform out there. Then they can form an opinion with that. So the mm-hmm. the, the if you decided today that say say you were a a pretty old fashioned uh, uh, organization that had maybe some systemic issues, if you were a, a law firm that was entirely filled with uh almost almost all you know male members of staff uh, who'd come yep. from certain groups of universities uh, and you decided right tomorrow we're going to change things we're going to we're go- we're going to be a different organization uh you can't just say it and make it so you need to visibly be changing your mind and yeah. and, and setting a, a new course uh you know uh, you know you know when you leave your house uh and and you're walking along the road and you realize you're going in the wrong direction you can't you can't just turn around and go in the other direction. You have to kind of pause, stroke your chin a little bit, and you're signaling to everyone around yeah. about you. Oh, I've changed. I, I'm I'm going to go the other way now. Uh, yeah. From an employer's perspective, it sounds like a daft analogy, but from an employer's perspective, you kind of need to do that thing and say, "We've realised uh, that uh, uh, the way we have always worked is not doing us the best service, uh, yeah. and and we want to make a change, and this is yeah. how we're going to go about it. So going through a process of transformation uh, can be reflected in your employer brand, and you're doing it in public. Uh, yeah. It's it's maybe difficult, but it's really important to to signal that uh, and yeah. doing that. So if you're going to decide to be a different organisation, uh, then you need to demonstrate it. It's, it's authenticity, cause it's, and it's also about we're at the beginning of a journey. Come and join us and help us to deliver that journey. I can't believe we've gotten to this point without mentioning the word authenticity, but authenticity is at the centre of everything. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Stephen, that's um, that's been a really, really interesting insight. When, when are the next um, Nora's uh, open for nominations or are we – the, What's the next next steps? So, luckily, I say luckily, uh, but timing wise, the the, the Noras are so far have not been affected by the current uh, current health crisis. Uh, the Noras event is every November. Uh, it's normally mm-hmm. in the second week of November. So this year it'll be on the seventeenth of November, if I'm remem- remembering my date correctly. Uh, the nomination process begins in July, late July, uh, and we ask uh, any candidates, job seekers, and, and indeed. Impl- Excuse me. Employers can uh, they can nominate themselves. All that we ask is that companies and people bring their recruitment websites to our attention. Uh, yep. We decided at the very beginning, twenty years ago, that if we had a a, a a voting process, then voting can easily be skewed online. You can get you could get twenty thousand votes for a particular site that have been automated, uh, yeah. and that that doesn't necessarily mean it's the best uh, recruitment website. No. Uh, so a nomination Absolutely. process brings a site to our attention. So. Employers, uh, agencies, uh, job boards—they absolutely can. They can register. Uh, they can let us know about them. We don't ask for uh, for. Uh, uh, first of all, there's no there's no fee to uh, to, to register. Uh, yeah. We don't ask for any evidence. You don't need to come along and get a grilling. Uh, everything that we assess from the notice point of view is what candidates see. So when when a nomination yeah. is made, uh, we have a, a first skim, uh, and and we have a first set of judges who uh, they de- determine all in all the categories uh, if a site is, uh, is is worthy of being shortlisted. So we decide on who the shortlist is going to be. And we do mm-hmm. all of that from a candidate's perspective. If a job board, for That's example, done. offers great value for money to advertisers, uh, then we, we disregard that because mm-hmm. candidates have no idea what it costs to, uh, to advertise yeah. on a job board. Uh, and yeah. then we have a, once we've decided who the, the finalists are going to be, uh, the second set of judges then determine of those 
who the winners are going to be. Uh, yeah. th- there's one exception. Uh, there's a there's a, a, a an award called the Nora Academy Award, and that's voted for by the members of the academy. So all the 400 mm-hmm. companies who have been finalists and winners over the years, uh, they get to vote. Uh, of of the finalists this year, for example, uh, who they think is the best example of excellence in online online recruitment. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you for that. Um, I, th- I think we're going to have to wrap up there, unfortunately, because it has been really interesting. Um, oh. Thank you for your time this morning, Stephen, and and for the the insight into the big hole in the car park. That's uh, <laughs> that's put my mind at rest. Um, yeah. Look after yourself over the coming weeks. Um, keep safe and look forward to seeing having a glass having a glass of wine with you in London at some point in the future. Absolutely, uh, we're going to be virus free. Absolutely, all the best, mate. Thanks <laughs> Thank very much. Then. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Head over to chattalent.com for more blogs, vlogs, webinars, and other great content about HR, talent, and recruiting. Everything you could possibly need. Enjoy. Enjoy.